Your pen, you ready? It describes what was pens. It was iron. It was firm. It was mineral. Hey, I think we got one. This is Holmes. And this is Thomas. And welcome to Sitting on the Bench. Testing, testing. This is Adam Holmes with Sitting on a Bench, baby. <laughs> Thomas Ulrich. Oh, yes. That's what we wanted. All right, here's our first um, little go at the podcast. We are complete um, novices when it comes to this. One might say uh, noobs. So noobs. That, may, do I have your consent to <laughs> yeah, say Yeah, you noobs? consent to say that. Okay, you do. You do. Um, but we're just testing out to see how this flows, how we work. We have no real specific topic to, to cover today, but to do a little introduction of um, ourselves, where we come from a little bit, who we are, so you get to know us a little better, and we'll start from there. Um, I just want to make a little disclaimer first off, <laughs> is um, we're both humans, we both have probably strong opinions, so don't get offended. Um, don't choose to be offended. Don't choose to be offended. <laughs> also, if we like say something and it's blatantly wrong, like we're sorry about that, like we're just human, so just don't get mad at us if we like say a fact or a figure or something's incorrect. Like, it is what it is, it's alright. Sure. Yeah, so a little bit about me. I said, my name is Adam Holmes. I I hail from Arizona, just south of here. We're casting from Utah currently, both of us. But um, <laughs> how how much detail am I going into? Uh, well, it's major life experiences. It's major life experiences. I come from a family of five. Um, good family. I'm religious. I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Yeah, I mean, we live in Provo, Utah, so... <laughs> Pretty obvious. <laughs> Pretty obvious. We Mormon. No, but, um... <laughs> yeah, like I said, I, I grew up in a family of five. My dad is... Um, he's a lawyer. My mom's a stay-at-home mom. Good family, close with all of them. It's one of my important, more important things, you know, family. God. Put ahead of most other stuff. Um, I'm interested in sports. I love to balls. Thomas knows and everyone else. Ball is literally life for me. Love the NBA. With some interests, I like music. Um, I like to play music. I like to listen to music, those sorts of things. I'm currently um, working here, up in Provo. I am going to school at UVU. But I don't know what I want to major in. I'm 21. I'm five foot six. He's single, ladies. I'm single. <laughs> I don't know. That, that's just a little bit about me. I don't. I don't. I don't know how. Thomas, you go. Hi, my name is Thomas Orange. Um, I am from Ogden, Utah. So within the same state in which we are currently located. Yeah, it's close to Idaho. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> um, I'm 22. Uh, there are four kids in my family, of which I'm the youngest. Uh, so I'm the baby. Um, yeah, like Holmes said, uh, religious family. Also a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of the Saints. Um, Patent pending. <laughs> trademark. Um, yeah, um, we love to go boating as a family. Love going to Lake Powell. Um, let's think. So yeah, I'm also a student at UVU. Um, I'm studying political science. Um, yeah, and I currently teach Russian, so it's kind of fun. So yeah. So yeah, one of the reasons we wanted to start this podcast is we were looking to um, bounce ideas off each other. We we met. We'd be, we, were, we weren't roommates the first semester up here, but we were in the same little complex. 
And so we became good friends and we noticed we had a lot of good little chats, you know, um, just about anything, just stupid stuff, um, politics, about about sports, about like Really life, random stuff in general. Like anything, anything. anything from like natural disasters to economics to, you know, movies, it doesn't matter. And so yeah, we, we like, those conversations are really like really enjoyable for us. And Thomas is like, hey, we should start a podcast. And it's like, we're not expecting this necessarily to be super popular, although that'd be really cool if it was. Um, but this is more of a way to like express our thoughts, to learn. It's kind of like a journaling activity, if anything. Like we're not very eloquent. I, at least I struggle with explaining how I feel and my opinions. And so I think this will help me personally um, become better at explaining myself. Just like verbalizing our thoughts. And like I said, we're like in a time of our life where we're like, we're, we're very, we're curious. We're keen to learn. We want to learn more. Passionate. Become more educated. And so there's lots of stuff that we find very interesting and fun to talk about. And we want to, we hope this podcast will be um, beneficial for us, but for anyone who listens and. Uh, if it's not interesting to you and you think it's stupid, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, that's totally fine too. Whatever. <laughs> we don't really care. We don't care too much. But yeah, this is this is it. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I don't know. I guess maybe we could start out saying maybe. So this past weekend was Halloween. <laughs> this past weekend was lit. <laughs> um. And I don't know what it is, but lately we've been kind of in, like, a spooky mood. Um, and I don't want to go into too much detail of what we did, because <laughs> I want to be able to discover it. Um, but we had fun. We went hiking. Um, yeah, I don't know. What yeah, it was, it was a very spontaneous weekend. It was us two and one of our other friends, and we, we just went on some old adventures. But, yeah, we've been in a little spooky mood, and we were drawn a little bit to the, the paranormal, the paranormal and... Other things like that, because... It's, it's interesting. It was Halloween, why not? You know, we... <laughs> YOLO. You can still say YOLO? I don't know. Yeah. We watched, uh... I don't know how many scary movies we watched. Three or four, probably. Four. Yeah. Saw The Conjuring, finally. It was good. <laughs> um, yeah. Like I said, like, um... I don't know. I don't know. What's <laughs> going on? That's why we're doing this. That's why this is a test, remember. A test. <laughs> Yeah, it's 4.40, Monday, we said, what the heck. How was your day, Holmes? Describe to me in vivid detail your day. <laughs> My day? I slept a lot. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I had to catch up on sleep on the weekend. You slept on I don't know. You only slept today. It's all you've done all day is sleep. <laughs> Three P's. <laughs> I don't know. Fine. It's all right. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. And hopefully we can get some other people to have like little guest parts on here. Um, people who know more than us or can have like interesting conversations with. We have a friend who has his MBA who understands a lot about marketing and stuff. Uh, so we'll get him on here. We'll get the legendary Landon Hardy on here, Curtis Calderwood, King of Hennifer. So, yeah, anything else you want to add? Perf. Um, we love you. Make us. Yeah, okay, bye. Um, just when you thought you got enough of us, we're back! Woo! <laughs> um, so, we realized that that was really stupid, everything we just said. <laughs> so, we thought maybe we'll just give you a little more. A little more something, something yeah, to, we, to digest. We want a little more direction and just sort of like a, like a concrete topic. We can kind of 
center the conversation around and actually have something to discuss. So uh, without further ado, we're going to do a little chat, a little discussion about the movie The Conjuring. Just a little like review, a little um, maybe a little analysis, what we thought, good, bad, was it scary, was it not? Um, so yeah, The Conjuring is a scary movie. And Thomas, why, why, why is it? What's so, it rated? <laughs> here's what I think is absolutely fascinating with this movie. So yes, it is rated R. Um, but the thing is, that blows my mind. So there's zero sex in it. There's zero, pretty much zero swearing. Like I'd say it's cleaner than 90% of all PG-13 movies. Really and so I was looking it up because I love little facts and I love little tidbits. So it's on IMDb. And um, it was rated R just because it was so scary. Like, it was so legitimately, truly terrifying that a PG-13 rating was not, uh, like, age-appropriate enough. Yeah, they wouldn't give the PG-13 rating. And the filmmakers took that, and they're like, well, all right, we'll go with that. <laughs> and so I think that's, I don't know, that's what I like about it. I think it's so funny. Um, yeah. Did it live up to the, the hype, though? I would say, yeah. Okay? The thing I like the most about it is I felt like it was very realistic. Is I feel like in a lot of scary movies, you just have the dumb people who don't really know what they're doing, and they're basically idiots. But I feel like this one, it behaved in how I feel like I would behave almost. Like, I would seek help. That's true. I wouldn't just, you know, be stupid. It, it portrayed very honest um, human reaction to me of what would happen if, like, legitimate paranormal, paranormal or scary stuff activity, you know, kind of happened around the house. But you know what? It makes sense, though, because it's based on a true story. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, I think that stuff that the parrot family. I don't know what the family was. It's by Ed and Lorraine Warren. They are investigators. One of their, one of their cases. I just, because, like, it went through, like, as it goes through, like, different things, like, yeah, I, don't, I never feel like any of the characters are, like, so obviously, like, oh, I'm going to go check out something in the dark corner. <laughs> oh, let me go walk like, into the woods alone. Like, the, there, was, yeah. there was no, like, super cliches to me like that. Like, I mean, there's times when, like, the mom's wandering around, but, like, she's the only one home. The father's not there, so she's, I mean, she's looking out to protect her, her daughters, and she's just, like, she thinks someone's in her house, so she's, I mean, I, if I was a parent, I would be going around the house, too, looking for stuff, you know, but she's not, like, making, I don't feel like she's just making obviously stupid choices to, for, quote-unquote, like, scary sakes, or for a jump scare. For a cheap throw. Yeah, it was. Shout out to Sia. <laughs> it was a well-made, well-made movie to me. Something I, I really liked about it is I feel like it, it captured... So, okay, so basically we have to understand, so there's a mom and a dad, and is it four little girls? Five, I think. Five, five daughters, girls. actually, yeah. So the oldest is probably eight or nine, and the youngest is probably, like, four. They, they, they have a baby in that? Oh, like, do they have a baby? Basically, a baby. it's a family of young girls, right? So it's a pretty young family. And I feel like it really um, spoke to, like, my childhood fear, like, of what I thought was scary as a kid. So I think the scene, like, oh, honestly... Oh, yeah, 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 the scariest scene. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. I did talk so, about that. yeah, so I think the scene that was scariest to me, or the most realistic, was... Um, there's two little girls are like they share a room because you know little big family small house um it's in the dark and so this one girl wakes up and she wakes up because she feels something like something tugging, yeah, at, her something leg. tugging at her leg and so she says oh hey was that you to her sister and her sister was like dead asleep like, oh obviously it wasn't that so she tries to go to sleep but then she looks up and she looks Boy, at she 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 like she goes over to like under the bed and there's oh, always yeah. there's always that like i mean no matter how old you are you're always kind of like something under the bed it's like the classic you know yeah, scary yeah. but like she doesn't see anything there it has a great shot of like her eyes peeking under yeah her. it's true i'm just like so it's like it's a good but it's not like it doesn't come off as too cheesy or too you know no special effects it's just it is what it is it's she's just honest. she's just honestly scared and she's and so of course she doesn't see anything under the bed because there's nothing under her bed but then she like looks to the door and the door is open to her room and then i don't know how to explain it. it's like that shadow in, in between the, corner, the door yeah. and the wall and just that black shadow 
And she's just staring at it. And like it's it's just a very well done like like they don't show anything. There's they, no like, ghosts there. There's no like person. You never see any hand reach out or anything. You just see darkness, and that's like one of the scariest things to us because you know when you we fear what we can't see. Like I'm still a little afraid of the dark, to be honest. <laughs> and that like it was, I felt like it was really realistic. And she started to like panic. She started to freak out a little bit. And her, her older her older yeah because it was an older sister that was in the other bed starts kind of hearing her scream and she's like what like what are you screaming at like what is going on and like the whole time the dot like the the younger girl is just is just gay eyes gaze fixed on that corner she's freaking out she's like saying there's someone in here there's someone in here and then the thing jumps off the dresser right well i think it's doesn't no no the the the, the, uh, the daughter the older one the older sister gets up oh oh yeah yeah she gets up and she's like walking towards the dark corner but she, she like goes without hesitation like, but like i'm like my heart's pounding because i'm expecting something to be there but then I think did she close it? She, I think she closes the door though. Right? I think she like opens it like wider, so the gap is wider. Oh, and she's like, yeah. oh, see, look, nothing's here. She kind of like puts her hands. She's like, there's nothing here. I guess you say spoiler alert for this. Yeah, FYI. Sorry, huh? <laughs> Too late. <laughs> but like, so like this, like the scary, like so usually it's like, oh, nothing's there, or whatever. But like the girl in the bed is still like wide eyed, just freaking out. Like as as the girl's like, there's nothing here. Like and it's still dark, you know what I mean? But like she kind of like goes over. And the girl still like points, and then doesn't she say like it's right behind you, or like oh, or like above you, or something? Yeah, she's like it's like still like right. And then she like then it, the camera pans up, and there's like a creature, like a like I don't know, like a zombie girl almost is what it looks like. Did they show? Did they? I thought it did. I think they did. Find out later. I you know I I, for sure shows it at least once. <laughs> they showed that they showed that once. I thought mm, I don't remember. It could have been there. It could have been there, but like and that's, that's so like that. That was just one of our favorite scenes right there, just because it was. Yeah. Realistic, and that's oh yeah. Also, and that's like when the when the dad finally comes home because he's a trucker, and he comes home for the trip. That's like right when he comes home, and their mom was trapped, and the other girls were experiencing something. So it's just he comes and it's absolute chaos. Everyone's just all the girls are screaming, and he comes upstairs and like nothing happens. But like, I wanna, it was, it was it was well done. Yeah. Scene, to me. I want to give a little shout out to the dad real quick because at first he's a, he's a tad skeptical. He's like you know he's gone all day and he comes home like all this is going on. And, like, I feel like most in most scary movies, the cliche is that the dad doesn't believe there's, her. The there's dad always someone, they're always the skeptic, and it takes them forever. Even when it's, like, kind of getting even, like, obvious, obvious that, like, look, even I, like, yeah, I mean, like, I still believe in ghosts, but, like, most of the things, like, you can explain away with your mind. Like but psychological. Like, but in these movies, it's, like, something's freaking happening. Like, But the on. thing I liked is I liked how he, he immediately, like, took action, like, he, his wife was telling him all these things that were going on, and it's like, okay. Like, I think I could sense a little bit of skepticism, but he, like, went along with it, which I thought was impressive. Like, he said, okay, let's, who do we need to contact? Let's contact Ed and Lorraine Warren. Mm-hmm. And then after, like, all that got figured out. And that, that was pretty early in the movie, too, because I feel like they usually, a lot of scary movies will draw this, like, you know, this kind of this plot point out. Of, yeah, like, but the first 30 minutes, he's just happy. They're still, like, right. still skeptic, but, like, it was pretty quick that they were like, all right, something's happening. He's like, you can see his, his wife and his daughters are all freaked out. They're all like sleeping in like the, the living room now. And so they're like they get immediate help. And I like that like realism of just being like, Oh look, something's wrong, we can't explain it. Let's get help. Let's get and help. He was humble enough to ask for help, and I think that's what a good father would be. And a good mother. Mothers do that too. Try to cover their kids. Best scene in the movie, man. Clap. <laughs> and then I, w- I was totally digging Ed and Lorraine uh Warren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they were just a fun little this couple that like is just experts on the on the paranormal and the spiritual realms and dealing with demons and ghosts and stuff. They were, they were just fun to watch and their expertise and what they did. It was really like, I thought it was kind of cool. Cause they almost showed like also like a scientific side to it. 
Like, so, like, Ed, and so, okay, Lorraine is more of, like, what, like a spiritualist. She can, like, like a psychic yeah, almost. she can kind of see. Like, she can sense, like, the presence. She of, can like, sense, maybe, like, communicate, not, like, fully, but, like, more easily than other people. And she can kind of, like, figure out the past of what happened where. But Ed, I like, because Ed was more, like, logical, like, more scientific-based. They had all these, you know, equipment, audio recording, video they, recording. Was, 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 was oh, oh. That, I don't know if they had thermal cameras in the 70s. But they had like oh yeah, no, they they had, had, on the outside though didn't like by the tree didn't he have that one I don't know but I know they had like um, some sort of tree. what they had is they had um like a thermometer thing hooked up to the camera so if there was ever a rapid temperature change then it would take a picture oh, I know they had that that's like it, that was their version though like, they didn't have like yeah, a thermal that camera sense, yeah. they didn't exist back then. But they had, yeah so it was able to take a picture every time there was a rapid change in temperature and so I thought that was really neat that it wasn't just like it it had um oh what do you call it like physical evidence yeah well because yeah they were trying to get physical evidence to perform an exorcism. They had to give it to the Catholic to the house. Church. So they wanted exorcism. Yeah. Exorcise? Give an exorcism to the house. <laughs> do you, yeah, I don't know. Exorcise. Yeah. Does he go to the gym because they're exercising? <laughs> 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 but yeah, I don't know. All around great movie. Really well made. I really liked the transitions. So I'm in like an introduction to film class and <laughs> rule thirds, rule thirds. And heaven knows I'm no expert when it comes to film, but I have learned to appreciate things a little more, I would say. That's true. And so I really like the transitions and stuff and like the, 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 uh, the cuts and stuff. And something I really liked is I was, so I was reading up on it. Cause after I watched the movie, I love to go look up trivia about it. Um, and like the IMDB app, shout out, <laughs> not a sponsor, not a sponsor, no, not a sponsor. <laughs> um, it has like a great trivia section for like movies, and something I really liked was the the filmmaker. Um, I think it was James Wan. Wan. James Wan yeah. So he did. He's done a lot of scary movies, but he really wanted to give it like a seventies vibe, and so he he used the same type of cinematography that they used in the seventies, and so it really made it more realistic. Like the types of zoomings and stuff, like where it, the house kind of stays in focus, but like the oh, you're saying that yeah, like yeah. So what happens? Yeah, so like they're zooming in as they're pulling the camera out or something like that, and so I don't know. I thought it was really neat that. I think it really made it more realistic and it kind of put you into that time period of when it was going on. So I like the hairstyles and the music. It just felt very natural to me. That's true. It was a little... And you keep in mind, too, that like me and Thomas, we watched this probably like a what? Like, oh, it was like two, two in the, in the morning. morning on, on ha- <laughs> was it on Halloween? I guess it was technically November 1st. Yeah, it was probably. But it was like Halloween night, November 1st morning. And like, and we were both really tired and we usually fall asleep to movies like pretty easily, but like. This, but we were, you know, it kept this, our this kept us awake. So I don't know if that said anything, but gave it props for doing that. I want to watch the second one now, honestly. <laughs> that was good. I'm trying to, what else? Was there any like any controversial points? Or things like that? The whole exorcism thing. Oh yeah. Cause like, true. we were. Cause like, so the, the thing was, so they're trying to perform an exorcism, right? And um, so it turns out the wife kind of gets like possessed almost in a sense. Yeah, it's like the, the way that the spirits work is they whoever first lived in this house, you know, just kind of like the backstory. Oh, of the, like, she they, was like a mom, right? The yeah, she was a mom, mom and she killed her. But basically what, what this evil spirit does, though, is it, it like attacks the, the parents or the mom and then gets the mom to kill the kids. kids. And it's kind of going through that cycle of everyone who's lived in the house. So the same thing was happening with this family that the mom was going to get possessed and she eventually did at the end. And so here's here's the interesting thing is so they wanted to an exorcism and so the Catholic Church said, Hey, here's the here's the rub. <laughs> Do I have your consent <laughs> to rub? Right. Can he rub you? He's gonna rub us. <laughs> Thomas is gonna rub us. Um 
And so basically the Catholic Church said, hey, listen, none of the children have been baptized. I think the parents might have been baptized, but they weren't. Yeah, they weren't super they didn't religious. They the or... faith. Um, and so the Catholic Church said, hey, like, this makes it a little more interesting. And so like, the, I guess like the priest of the area said, if you gather enough evidence and stuff, like that's why they put the cameras up. Like you said, if you gather enough evidence and I'll send it to the Vatican and I'll try to get like an exorcism approved. Um, but what happens is in the process of him trying to get the exorcism approved, the situation escalates in the house where the mom is literally trying to like hurt her children. Mm-hmm. And so they have to restrain the mom. And Ed, Ed Warren, who is not religious, he's not a priest, he's not authorized to do any of this, starts to perform an exorcism because he realizes that there is no other way. Well, he, he, he had been a part of other exorcisms before. But he'd never done it. He never, but he, he was never the one. He does, and he doesn't have that, I don't think like that authority, authority yeah, given from like the Catholic Church. And so it was... Uh... So it kind of opened an interesting conversation we had about like at what point... Because so, we're members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Literary Saints. Yeah. So we're saying at what point like does somebody get a blessing, right? And so I think we basically decided that God loves all of his children... And if a prison holder is not there to give a blessing, like a prayer of faith will suffice. Like God loves all his children equally across the whole world. So like, for example, if, if you're like some little Chinese girl who lived in the 1500s, God loves her the same much as he loves us now. Right. Mm -hmm. And so he listens to everyone's prayers and he wants to help his children. So even if they're not religious or they're not following uh, his gospel, then they can, he'll still still try to help them out. So that was kind of what we, we thought about just because we were like, we, we thought it was intriguing that, that Ed was able to, to do that and what that, like, how that process even works because I've never been part of an exorcism, obviously, but we were, we were curious about how how it worked, but... Honestly, it was honestly kind of testimony building in a way, in a really <laughs> weird way. That's true, yeah, it was. It did. It's God's, God's looking out for all of us. So, so if you take anything from the conjuring, it looks like God loves you. That's the message. That's the message. For <laughs> that's the, I think that's what the filmmaker really wanted you to that's know. Just the theme. Hidden all the gist. I don't know. Any other additions or sidetracks? That was so good. No, it was it was good. It wasn't. I almost want to watch it again in the daytime. See like when I'm more scary. awake to see if I like notice things I didn't see before. That's true. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think there's any. I'm trying to think of anything else. Well, here's the thing. I feel like in the 70s, like Summer of Love was 69. I think it was just saying like 1973 or something. Or 75? I think it was 71. 71, maybe? Anyway, I feel like today we don't really hear about that kind of stuff. And I don't know if it's because people don't believe in it as much or the media doesn't report it as much. But I feel like I haven't really heard of like hauntings or exorcisms. Like, I don't even know if they still perform them. Do you think that's. Okay, here's actually. I just got a couple thoughts. Do you think so? This is a little more like a hypothetical. Like I said, we, me and Thomas, we both believe you know there's there are spirits out there that are good and bad. You know, we, obviously we believe in the higher power, we believe in God. Yeah, but like we're we're not you know saying that every every little thing that happens is oh it's got to be got to be paranormal. You know, we're not. I guess that's well, not I mean, that far. But if you break down the definition of paranormal, it's something that is not normal to you. That's true. That's. Not usually. So, like, could it. you say that if you went to a foreign country, like, is that paranormal? Because that's not your normal. That's true. It's usually it's just it's associated with. <laughs> but I guess that the thoughts I have with that is, you know, not happening today is like, do you almost feel like maybe, since like, and all the scary movies they always say like the spirits gain power from like you know either the fear or like like almost the belief in them. If you acknowledge it. it... Yeah, and so if people today are just maybe more skeptical that like 
these things don't have as much power. Well, you think about it, because I feel like with most paranormal and ghost things, it's there's like a, some sort of religious undertone to it. Yeah. Right? Because they're always that's like, oh, true. you got to – holy water. You got to put the cross on the wall. That's true, because in the, like in the movie they had – um, they put crosses on the wall, Ed, right? Ed, Ed puts all the crosses. He says, and you know, it kind of pisses off the spirits, basically. Like anything, like you know, Christ or any mention of like the Father, Son, the Holy Ghost, just anything like that will, well, because like, it's it's you know the the spirits are associated with Satan, the devil, and the opposition of attacking that. Basically, so what I'm getting at is if most paranormal activity is irked, I guess, or like encouraged by religion, the majority I feel like of people today are atheist or agnostic. Sure. And so they don't want to acknowledge the good, which means that they won't necessarily acknowledge the bad. They look at it with a more skeptical, more logical lens. That's my take on it. But there's also like, but I don't. That's true. I don't know. I guess maybe, like you said, maybe it's just the media not covering it, or it's just like it's maybe not as interesting. It's a little more taboo, maybe even. True. Yeah, that's fair. But I mean, like you still like I, um, like talking to I. I served a mission in Minnesota. Um church mission in minnesota and like I, t- I talked to a lot of people and like i even met people though who were like quote-unquote satanist or new people that were like you know devil worshipers so like i wonder like i feel like there's still probably you know a decent amount of like cults and you know stuff like that going on but do we just not hear about it do they want to stay hidden or are they or are they the you know rock and roll backwards playing songs <laughs> <laughs> it's, all, it's all conspiracy conspiracy so yeah that's, yeah that's a good point i don't know maybe we should you know we're gonna do a little little research on that because i'm curious to see if there's yeah like just like simple, you know what right now, here we go, right now i'm like i don't even connect it to wi-fi this is so awkward <laughs> give me a hot second distract them homes entertain them tell them a joke <laughs> not a sponsor oh, sorry my bad can't tell the copyright <laughs> don't, don't, don't sue can't us. use that song can't use that all right song. so what am i looking up um maybe should like probably hauntings hauntings like recent like Reported hauntings or something like that? Reported hauntings. Is it still recording right now? I mean, I'm sure we're making on it. <laughs> well, because I... Yeah, it's still going. Because okay. like, I just... You know, yeah, no, I don't... That's not a common so thing. So let's go, like, that's just Google no News. No one cares, or America's most haunted. See, haunted... No, I want, like, um... Paranormal, maybe? Most recent exorcism. Paranormal activity detected at St. Pete Restaurant. But this is all from, like... I want, like, a legitimate news source. You know what I'm saying? I don't want, like, some weird local affiliate or some weird, like, ghost blogger at blogspot.com. Shut up. China, China, China. <laughs> We're going to build a wall, and the ghosts are going to pay for it. Fair enough to be spotted at Trump's White House. Real or not, ghosts confirmed. They legitimately say that my house is haunted. Did you hear that one? No. Pensacola with it. I want like <laughs> mm, that's decent. Man, I didn't even heard of these things. KWQC TV six says <laughs> most mostly seem to be just kind of like those, you know, those little either clickbait or just like the the things that you see. Thirteen like, oh. ABC action news. <laughs> I don't. Number ten will surprise you. <laughs> I don't know because they're all just like okay. stories of reportedly haunted places. But like, I don't know if they would even report about that because I feel like people too also wouldn't necessarily want want like the attention of it. That's fair. (laughs) I feel like if anything, like the scariest things are to people at least these days or in the media are things that could physically happen to you, like a a robber or yeah, it's just not not much murder. murder. 
In fact, I actually saw this, I read this interesting story today, kind of for gun safety. It showed the purpose of having a gun in the house. It is this two robbers? So it was in Florida. Everything crazy happens in Florida. I swear. So, so it's this. So, okay, let me set the scene for you. So, it's this house. I don't necessarily know. I think it's in a little more rural Florida, but like not like more like the outskirts of a town, maybe like okay. mid-sized town, like Orem Pro size, maybe. Um, so it's this wife and this husband, and they have an eleven-year-old daughter, and the wife is eight months pregnant, and these two thieves, robbers, break into the house, and they each have a pistol, and so one of them goes for the dad and starts pistol whipping the dad. And the wife pulls out, I think it's like an AR-15, and shoots one of the robbers, and then they both leave. And then one of the robbers ended up dying outside in a ditch. Um, and so if it wasn't for the AR-15 and it wasn't for the wife, then who knows what would have happened. Like Maybe both of them might have died. They right? might have died, like their daughter. You know, it's, it's I don't want to know what would have happened, but I, it shows interesting because I feel like, so I guess we are in a Republican state. I'm going to put that up forward right now. Um, so naturally, I think we're gonna have more Republican views, especially on gun gun safety and guns control. Anyway, I thought it was really interesting because it, it most of the media reports on the negative side effects of gun control, but this shows why actually someone needs an AR-15 because it was used to overpower them. She just had like a dinky little, you know, twenty-two pistol. I don't know if that would have done anything because she had more firepower than. And I guess it's worth to know that it was like a legal firearm in the house like it was registered yeah. it was all up to the code using self-defense as a kid so like yeah so she was she was all within the law that happened as i just thought it was really interesting in the news yeah yeah well we are um we are nearing our end we're gonna try to keep it to about 30 minutes, 30 minutes yeah we don't we're I mean, not gonna be the maybe you enjoy hearing to us maybe you don't but it's not it's 30 minutes, <laughs> so you don't have to hear our voices all day. Um, but like I said, this was like our first little trial run. Our intro was terrible. Pretty, pretty terrible. Not gonna lie. Just, honestly, if you're <laughs> listening to it right now, just skip the first seven minutes and call it a day. <laughs> we, we'd much rather talk about Tapus because this is, like I said, we um, we have some of our best conversations just like on the road, in the car, where we just kind of bounce ideas off each other. I think now, too. Yeah, it's just a good, like, simple little movie review. Unscripted, we're gonna let you know. Yeah, we don't have, we literally have no notes. So we're, <laughs> we're on my bed right now. We're winking it, I'm literally lying on this bed. But yeah, we, we'd love to go forward, though, and we cover more, like I said, we'll cover maybe more, like, serious topics, just fun topics. We've we have a lot of... Maybe, like, 20 things we've kind of spread out a little over. Yeah, I've just... Anything from sports to architecture news. to news to politics. Politics, it can be. We we had a lot of good conversations. We we recently watched The Walking Dead. We had a lot of like, like moral, uh, ethical. moral, ethical, like um, not debates, but just um, just conversations. Like what, what you would do. do when, yeah. And those are pretty interesting to us. Those are fascinating to see. You know, what so Even like survival stuff is interesting. Yeah. So I so said we'll have, and then we'll have, like I said, like movie reviews. We might just talk about basketball. We just might talk about what the heck we want. Peanut butter. Who knows? <laughs> Creamy all the way. <laughs> There I said it. There I said it. Crunch, crunch is not bad, but I think I, I go with, I go with creamy. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for holding out on us. That's it, though. That's our first little first little podcast. So have a great day, evening, morning. If you're even listening to this, I don't know who is. Well, it right now, no one. Is. Well, obviously, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, Louise. We are signing off, though. This is Holmes. This is Thomas. And this is sitting, sitting on, on a bench. bench.